Welcome to an all-new season of Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. I'm Courtney Kosak. I'm Sophia Alexandra. And I'm Dave Rankin. And we're three friends with three different relationship statuses just trying to figure it out. So get the download every Wednesday. Welcome to Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. I'm Courtney Kosak. I'm Sophia Alexandra. And I'm Diet Mountain Dew. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) If he was, Courtney would not be able to keep her mouth off of him. Wow. That is true. That is Dave Rankin, we're do really you want to introduce yourself, Dave um, Rankin? Dave Rankin here, as you know, loyal listeners. Hi, new listeners. We are Reality Bites. And we're really He's happy. He's the designated man. I'm the designated dude. Um, and I've So tell, you did a very doodly thing <laughs> recently. Yeah. yeah. For, All right. Because, so, so we talked about some of your health concerns. Yeah. So a few apps back, if, uh, we talked about UTIs, both of us. We were talking about our UTIs. Mm-hmm. Or I, my supposed UTI. I actually didn't have one. Me either. Turned, so, uh, well, I never even lit- thought I had one. So I guess <laughs> things are pretty good for me still. Yeah. Yeah. Still good for Sophia. <laughs> things have been pretty solid over there. I really am lording this lack of disease over you, I think, because I had cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, like, you know true. what? I'm just going to go ahead and yeah, make pretend it known. I'm healthy. Yeah, no, make it known <laughs> to the people. That makes perfect sense. So, okay. What was yours? You didn't have, so what was it? I just... Stop drinking so much sugar-free Red Bull. <laughs> and Which is why she's back on the Diet Honestly, Mountain Dew. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, staring no, at a I, Diet Mountain Dew. I didn't way. even quit soda. Yeah, entirely. I'm still drinking Diet Mountain Dew. I didn't go straight water, but cleared right up. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, if you make just small improvements. You know, that's what it's all about. <laughs> it's, what, did, what did we say, guys, at the beginning? It's about self I feel self-love. Like... And that was a self-love move, Courtney, and we're all proud. I've never been this proud that Can someone's gone to back to that. I feel Dew. like Courtney's relationship with beverages <laughs> is her new relationship with her ex-boyfriend. Like I she's used like, to have unhealthy yeah, dating. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's pretty bad for me. I'm going to keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to go out there, see who else was out there. Turns out way worse. Yeah, way yeah, worse. Exactly. Go back to that better, thing. Better go back to the safe bad place. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a pretty good place with that. So maybe I'll I'm eventually, saying, yeah. no, maybe I'll eventually just drink water. LaCro- I, I go LaCroix, then water. I think that these are all good moves I towards feel like the, a future Courtney who will operate on liquids that are not processed. Mm, I believe I, in it. I go LaCroix. I, I, I don't like LaCroix, but if I were you, I'd, I bet you'd just fall in love. I'm just going to go hint. I think I'm just going to make a full step. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Do you guys care at home? <laughs> so no one cares. <laughs> Let's talk about Dave's prostate. Uh, oh, by the way, before I do. Uh, sorry sis- to your sister. Sister Deb, I am so sorry. Deb, I um, promised we would sing to her because of this. Sister oh my God. Deb, I'm sorry. Hang on, hang on. Okay. So we owe you guys. We have had some recent ratings and reviews that made us really happy. Yeah, actually, like so much. Ninety nine percent of them were fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Really, really great. (laughs) There was really one stinker, Um, but it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't even a stinker. They didn't give us one star. Yeah. Mm. 
about our president. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And really, we didn't even, all I said was, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can look it up if you're curious. But we've had, but Reality Bites has had a loyal fan for a very long time. That's my sister, Deb. Yes. Well, wait, hang on. Oh, okay. So we owe you guys a song. If you did a recent rating and review, we love you. Sophia's been on tour. Yep, Sorry. that's our show. <laughs> I to read the names of people that reviewed. God damn it. I'm not good at technology. <laughs> that's why we're going to do it next episode. So we. Oh, good. Then. Yes. Yeah. Right, Sophia's ready to sing. She's like, already, you're like. That's like how much of a musical improviser Sophia is. You know, I'm always ready to improv. Yeah, if you want to kick one for dad right now. I was zip zap zopping on the way over here. <laughs> this no, is joke is only for five people who've taken improv comedy. And that's like probably most of our audiences. Really? Improvers. Yeah. Then I'm sad for them. I mean, I love improv, but no, I just don't want everyone to. Have. Imp- yeah. No. <laughs> I did a show last night with a musical improv team. Yeah. Catch it. Musical Call improv it. is even more impressive. It's like yeah. a stage in life. It's like adolescence. No, I improv. Hey, I would do it if it didn't cost money to do it. I, I did a show last night with it. puppet improv. So. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, but anyway. Deb, you, you want to do kick a one? little yeah. song. You can do a little man school, Deb. You want a little Deb action? Thank you very much, Deb Dave's sister, for tuning in to the Reality Bites podcast. Even though your brother keeps talking about his penis commitments, sometimes they are gross. I'm so sorry, Deb, for your pain. <laughs> oh, that was great. Man school. <laughs> Man school. That was perfect. Perfect. We love you, Deb. We love you, Deb. And I'm sorry I keep talking about this stuff, Deb. Um, Deb listened before Dave. Yeah, she was before me. The first time Dave was on in the first season, he was a co-host and Deb was surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My (laughs) sister Deb was like, Dave, you were on my favorite podcast. (laughs) And now she's like, Dave, you're ruining my favorite podcast with your talk (laughs) of your junk. (laughs) So I'm going to preface this again. Just uh, sorry, Deb. We love you very much. Um, However, UTI update for me was that um, I went to the doctors and they did a bunch of tests Mm -hmm. and they said it's not. Finger up his butt. Well, hold on. It was not an infection, right? So they did some bladder tests and they're like, it's not an infection. They made sure it wasn't a UTI or anything like that. Yeah, Yeah. we did the STD test, the UTI, everything was coming back negative, except. uh, So then he said uh, that. we'd have to do a digital uh, rectal exam. Uh, so, because I told him, he asked me about it my prostate. So like digital. I'm more of an I know, analog man. Digital, right? Am I right? Because it's a digit. Analog, Your finger's a digit. Get it? <laughs> totally. Sorry. But it sounds like a yeah. machine's going to do it. Yeah, yeah, but it's a guy's like, finger. Bloop. <laughs> I would make those sounds or when a the woman. man. <gasps> so, but you have a man. When a doctor. doctor. Did you consider when the doctor. After he said, I'm going to have to give you a digital exam. Did you consider uh, after he put his finger up your butt to go digital sounds? Did you consider what was the vibe, though? What was the like was. OK, I'm 37 years old. It did seem a little early to be doing that. Right. I mean, I would think that men over 40, 45, that's when you start, you know, routinely having that checked. So it seemed that he was like, this seems that's a little you young. Routinely start to enjoy butt stuff. But. <laughs> But I, maybe I, I, here's what you need to know about me, uh, everyone in Deb is, so I have not, uh, ever had butt sex. I've never, uh, put in a butt. I've never had anyone put in my butt. I've never had a finger in my butt. 
n- never interested in it. Uh, I've slept with <laughs> way too many people. Never I'm, eaten I'm a ass. huge slut and no butt sex once in my life. Dave just primly crossed his legs right now and <laughs> put on a pair of gloves. I want you to know that. <laughs> you got to earn this ass. I Wait. dated a girl for five years who everyone talked about her ass and I didn't I, have butt sex with her. Did you, you want to? I keep saying butt sex. Just gotta keep looking at Sophia and that just seems like the funny, like hilarious way to say it. <laughs> Do you approve? I love the words butt sex. I know. He knows that about I know. me. I just like that. I just like it. <laughs> so uh, are you disinterested or it just hasn't come up? I uh, have told myself that I am disinterested. And I didn't mean told myself. Like I've at this point, it's been so long. I'm just like, I guess it's just not my thing. <laughs> Is it because you didn't know how to like segue into it? Nope, just didn't really want to do it. Oh, yeah, so then you're not telling most... yourself you don't like <laughs> you, it. You just don't like feeling. it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't really want to put anyone's butt. I like, I like. <laughs> Why I won't you just own that? Yeah, you're no, like, I have. I'm saying like I have. this is that's just who no, I am. No, you're like the story I've been telling myself is that I don't like <laughs> well, it. Well, because you but let me finish. Rea- reality is here's why I'm changing it because yeah, yesterday something happened. Oh, yesterday, uh, he so he wasn't. He was like, you're young for a prostate exam, but anyone in your family thirsty has anyone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm kind of lonely, and you know, you're here, and you're pretty cute. Uh, no, he goes, he goes. Do you have a virgin butt? <laughs> He's like, really? No butt sex. Thirty-seven. Oh well, man, my niece listens to this. I'm so I sorry, Megan. Butt doctoring for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of doctor is it? <laughs> just a general. Just a general just a doctor. General? Yeah, I went oh there. I, oh, I, I went there for a few things, but this was. <laughs> so here's the thing. So he goes, "Has anyone in your family had prostate issues, cancer, or anything?" I said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, my my dad." Uh, oh really? Yeah, he had prostate cancer a few years ago. So he's like, and turnover. Like he was like, we're doing this. So he's like, and I'm wearing you as a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, so he puts this on a glove. Truly, my favorite episode. <laughs> <laughs> he puts on a glove, lubes up, you know, and uh, goes in there. I'm, I tense up. You know, but he goes in, you know, even with the tents, I realized like I wouldn't make it in prison because like even me tents right in there, like no problem. L- lube really does a lot of the work. It just goes right. Yeah, I never, I don't fuck around with lube because I mean, I do, but not like to the extent I would if I had butt sex once again. It's oh my God. Anyway, so he goes in, checks around up there a, a few times. Like it was like maybe 10 seconds and yo, not that bad. Oh my god, that's such it, a funny way to it felt awaken. Pretty good. Pretty good. It yeah. Pretty good. Oh, Deb of- thought she was all home free because <laughs> <laughs> you were like, "No, don't worry, my penis is fine." But I do love to get fingered in my asshole. I got fingered in the butt, and I'm like, "Oh, that's not that big of a deal at all." In fact, like. Kind of you could have stayed in there longer. I mean, it's like, what? So here's Dave's like, how many tests uh, would you have to say are up there? So, She's like, this is it. This is the only one. You're like, I don't know. Are you sure? My thyroid seems <laughs> off. Maybe you want to check up there and check see how the things Maybe are. Maybe we should get a second opinion from the nurse. <laughs> I've had some digestion Yo. issues. I don't know. You want to call in your friend? No, I don't know. No, I don't know what a finger's like, how it's supposed to feel in your butt. Uh, you, you guys maybe had fingers in your butt. I don't. Maybe. I'm, yeah, you obviously. I'm, I'm the only one. So this guy's finger was real big, though. He had a big finger. No, I bet. Yeah. He's a big ass Dr. Alvarado. 
big old finger. Anyway. <laughs> Gonna dream about Dr. Alvarado tonight, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Big ass finger. Oh my god. So here's god. the craziest part, right? So after it's done, he he I quickly like sh- you know, like he pulls away like real fast, almost like shamefully. And he's like got his like gross glove, you know, that was in my butt. And then he's like, he grabs <laughs> Thank you for explaining why it was gross. And, I wasn't sure. And he grabs these tissues. And he like, he's like, you might want to wipe up. And he like tosses them at me. <laughs> like you felt like a woman. I felt like a woman. I felt like when you get tossed the towel <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, you yeah. might want to clean up and you're laying there helpless. And I'm just like, spreading it over my ass, like getting all the gunk. Like, I think I got it all. I need more tissues. And I'm picking them off the ground and I'm like grabbing them off the ground because they fell. He like threw them at me. I like grab them on the ground. I'm like, I'm cleaning it up. I'll be done in a second. You could help out, you know. <laughs> I was like, I now know what that is. So I know how that feels. That's oh weird. It's a weird God, feeling when you get, hilarious. you're just laying there helpless with this stuff on you and you're like, can you give me something? But also you kind of liked it. <laughs> but I kind of liked it. I was like, he wouldn't you're even like, look at me. He wouldn't even like, look at I'm me. He'd just like, dirty wipe little off. slut and I like it. I know. He's like, just wipe it off. And he, as he's like turned around, like washing himself. Like, I can't believe I did that with you. <laughs> From well, uh, perfect. I mean, <laughs> are you going to take this in now? I feel life? like uh, he's at it. By the way, I do have a uh, enlarged prostate, and oh, I'm yeah. so ladies, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm now I'm taking medication for it, and we'll uh, we're going to shrink that bad boy. Stay tuned. <laughs> shrink the bad boy, and then maybe incorporate some butt stuff into the bedroom. Well, now it's like, yeah, now I'm Courtney like, really, really wants to make sure that you're enjoying butt. the ass. Yeah. Okay. I just think if you Why enjoyed you- it in an off in a fucking medical facility with a man, <laughs> with a gi- I mean, giant finger. Were you about to say with yeah. a giant finger? <laughs> And maybe you'd like it just like in like uh, you could take a couple small dicks. (laughs) (laughs) My friend Lindy used to love to put her finger in dudes' butts. She used to be like as a power move. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's always so fun when they're like, oh my god, what's (laughs) happening? And then they're like, oh, this is pretty nice. And then men say that it's supposed to be an amazing orgasm that I've been missing out on. Yeah, I haven't like like, made a guy come doing that, but. Supposedly, it's. A I would enjoy. Big old I deal. have never done it, and I don't want to. <laughs> so so you, gotta, you haven't put a finger Are in the man's butt. Anti butt stuff entirely. No, I just am like I don't want to put my fingers in there. Also, you've seen how long my fingers yeah, yeah. are. That's it's how I not feel for me. That's how I feel about. Which, let me see those fingers, girl. See now I'm looking at no fingers all differently wants now. This, I mean, um, you know, my fingers are so nail. long. Yeah, mm. well, not just the nail, the whole thing. You get in there, it just comes out of their throat. I need and I'm like, oh finger. no, I overfingered. <laughs> <laughs> I also imagine you being like an enthusiastic sex partner. I am, but I mean, I know how to gently finger. I've been with ladies, but I don't want to finger uh, a man's butt. I don't want to eat a man's ass. That's kind of mine. Oh, I really? don't want to. You have you eaten ass? I have not eaten ass. Okay. Because kind of like I don't, but I like getting my ass eaten. And I like oh, other butts. No, when I think about what goes on <laughs> in the ass, I, feel, yeah. I cannot think of eating. So an you're ass. just traditional butt sex. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, or I mean, I'm a, fingers are fine in your butt, but not his. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, you guys both are like, oh yeah, you can do stuff to me, but fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Bro. I mean, but that's but whole. but our asses suck. That's why I don't want anyone to. I want. No, I'm listen, being trying to be nice and so keep you away from I my would asshole. like 
probably try anything once for my partner, you know, within reason. But I don't know. You wouldn't like, I feel like someone would eat my ass and if then look at me like, different for the rest of their like lives. Like if Wade <laughs> really wanted me to do something, I'd probably try it. I don't, I, I can't imagine what that would even be. I just think that Wade, if, if you're after listening. all of these years, Max was like, the one thing that's missing is you eating my ass. I would have to really seriously <laughs> consider, like, do I want to have a baby with this man? <laughs> what? I'm like, I... <laughs> If, if, if the only way to have this baby is to eat his ass, what am I going to do? I mean. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Okay. So we have a really fun episode be- that goes beyond butt stuff. If you were like, does it? This, maybe this was <laughs> enough butt stuff. I'm going to say. It is. This is enough butt stuff for now, for sure. <laughs> and so. so we have Danny Fernandez on this week's episode. We adore. Mm. She is so funny and so smart and a great actor. She's also a podcaster. Great host. Yeah. She um, is like a, a prominent in the nerd world. Mm-hmm. So I hope we have a couple new nerds listening. Yeah. We love nerds and uh, we love cons and she's... Does a Comic-Con every year and she hosts like a ton of panels and she reps really hard for women of color, um, especially in the nerd world. That's so like important. Um, She's just really fucking cool. So enjoy this. Hey, guys. Um, So we've been doing this podcasting thing for a while now and... I don't know. I just, I think over the last couple episodes, especially, it just like feels so right. Yeah. It's so crazy. I feel like I'm falling for you. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're listening to me talk and I'm talking to you listening. And I don't know. I just think about you guys all the time. Yeah. I have butterflies in my stomach. I don't know. This is, this is like crazy, but I mean, I feel like we should take the next step and become iTunes official? Shut up. Are you serious? What does that even mean even? Oh my God. Is that like a five-star rating and like a really romantic review? Like maybe you would be like, I don't know, Courtney's like so beautiful and she's been doing this the longest and like... Yeah, or like maybe you just jump in there and you're like, oh, Sophia's like new, but like what a crazy wild card. I'm like, down. Dave's voice is like a deep caressing bass that I just love. Like, you know, something like that. So leave us a review. I love, I love you. you. You guys, we are so excited about today's guest. Sophia, screw you. Danny does the sexy voice on her podcast, I too. Do. Danny has a natural <laughs> sexy voice. Your sexy voice is like, you guys. Courtney's like, intro every time sexy is voice. sexy intro. Mine's just tired. Like, I think that's why it comes across like, hey. Girl, whatever. I was listening to your show it. and it's like, hi, Danny Fernandez. Yeah. I find it very sexy when women are tired. They're mm-hmm. like, ooh. They're used to it. They're like, this is so real. I had yeah. a bad dream. So we are here with Danny Fernandez, mm-hmm. writer, comedian, Wonder Woman. Friend. Friend. Mm. Mm. Not just. Dog mom. Host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I host a, a show called Nerdificent on How Stuff Works, 
with uh, Ify Wadiwe, who's another comedian, very funny. And then I also have a show at Nerdist. Um, actually, my show just wrapped, but I have a new show that I can't announce, but I'm over there. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, she's putting in work. Yeah. Doing okay. Stuff. You better look up Danny Fernandez right now. Actually, if you Google me, there's a 80% chance you might also find a boy band singer from Spain. So, oh, really? Yeah, he's also a Danny. I don't know. Wow, two reasons to Google. Yeah, but he, I think he uh, blocked me. I like asked if I could have his handle and he blocked me. And then I asked my followers if they, this was years ago, and I had a bigger following than him. I was like, can I have your handle, please? I'll buy it from you. I'll buy it from you. And then he blocked everybody. So, that's the rule of the Twitter streets. Whatever he wanted. If he was like, you know, he he only had at the time, I think like 800 or 1,000 followers. I, I would give him like 500 bucks for Danny Fernandez. Yeah. But no. That's anyways. a lot more money than people anyone will see from our Twitter account. <laughs> I offered to buy the Reality Bites Instagram handle from the guy too, but he did not block me. He was very nice. He was like, sure. And then, Well, there you go. <laughs> Danny Fernandez, that could have been us. You could have been $500 so, richer. There's this guy who's like a teenager that keeps trying to buy Brandon Burkhart's uh, handle on Instagram. And all he does is just DM him. And he go, <laughs> he's all, yo, bro, come on. Come yeah. on, bro, yo. And Brandon's like, no. I'm waiting for Dave Rankin to die. Uh, Dave Rankin is a uh, Christian rocker. Uh, oh, this is so real. Yeah, because he released a- his album, Dave, recently. Yeah. This Dave, our oh, Dave. Yeah. And there, yeah, I was competing. There already was an exist on Spotify and iTunes. There already was a Dave Rankin, and he was like this Christian rocker. He's got a couple albums out there, and iTunes did mix it up a little bit in different countries. My oh, album was released no. under the other Dave Rankin no. in like Malaysia, so. Oh Your Malaysian fans were so so oh, his man. Malaysian fans. Yeah, staring. that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Sex and dating wise, though, Danny actually has like a super interesting story. Yeah. I didn't realize this about you. Uh oh. <laughs> but you you were married. Yeah, I was super young. Yeah, I got married. Yeah, yeah. I guess it depends on what we just. I think it's super young, but I got married when I was like twenty four. Um, which yeah, is not young to the rest of the country though, no. like the South. Cause I, cause I went to school in Texas and, um, got married and I dated him for five years though. So when people are like, Oh, well, how long did you know him? Like I knew him for five years, which is a long time mm-hmm. to know somebody before you marry them. But we were only together for a year. <laughs> we could only handle a year of marriage. And then we peaced out. Dude, it- I would be so divorced from my 24 24- Mm-hmm. my yeah. boyfriend at 24 like no way yeah we met each other when we were 18 and it was like what you do when you're 18 you like have a ton of sex are we allowed to cuss on this yeah, yeah you yeah. fuck a ton you go to college <laughs> I, I would parties prefer if you didn't <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, you can bleep that out but um yeah we just I don't know you the, the other annoying question when we got divorced was how did you not know like, how did you not know that he, it wasn't going to work? I'm like, cause bitch, I didn't know. Like I was with him for five years and we, and when you're in college, you're just like kind of having fun together. You're like the mm-hmm. party couple. You're always together and, and you're not really, we definitely went through traumatic things together, but it wasn't until we were alone as adults out of college, no more parties. And like we moved to Denver and we actually moved 
Um, you were super isolated, though. We were right? super isolated. Because yeah, you'd moved away to this like far away place. Where none of you, my friends or family yeah, are. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know anyone there. And we moved a thousand feet up from Denver in a place called Castle Rock. So it was like all suburban, but we were snowed in a ton together, and we didn't really fit in with people. Had families there, and we didn't. And so I don't recommend that for anyone's first year. Mm-hmm. But I also think it was we realized that we wanted different things, and. I'm stubborn as hell. Like I, if you were to tell me, oh no, you shouldn't marry this guy. I'm like, I'm going to marry him. I'm going to marry him. <laughs> like, don't tell me not to marry You're this like guy. You're like dialing the wedding planner. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. Yeah. Watch me. But that was essentially, I had to know. And now I know for the rest of my life, because I would have probably always thought what it, like, should I have married that guy I was with for five years that, you know, was a good guy. Just, we weren't meant to be. Mm-hmm. When, so people ask you, why didn't you know? But when did you know it wasn't going to work out? Oh, God. I almost kind of knew before we got married, like when we were engaged. Oh, interesting. But Just like a small feeling? Yeah. Yeah. Um, big wedding? We had a big wedding. We had a, We actually got married in San Diego, where my family is, and um, several things. His mom was a monster. Um, always was a monster to me, but like also to my friends. And- I don't know. I just remember like crying uh, during my wedding rehearsal. Like I can't marry into this family because of how awful she treated me. But I loved my husband. But like that's a sign. And I thought that that would change once we got married and it didn't. So I thought like, no, I'm the woman now. And then I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Was he like a mama's boy? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. But I also feel like um, it occurred to me like, there's so much changing that you do when you're in your yes. 20s, especially that like, yes, like you were together for five years, but it's like kind of miraculous that you were together for five years from 18 to 23. Right. Those are like the most growing, challenging kind yeah. of years too that form you as a person. So I feel yeah. like that's kind of a remarkable thing that you stayed together for as long as you did. Yeah, and that's the fact true. that you didn't at, like after you got married or whatever, almost just like, well, yeah, because how lucky to have even been able to evolve at the same pace for that True, long. yeah. Yeah, it just kind of made sense. Like, it's the next logical step when you're with someone for that long. Mm-hmm. It's like, especially in Texas, like, everybody had a wedding ring, an engagement ring on their finger, like, graduation night from UT. And I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I would have done it regardless, but... I don't know. And he's married now. He actually got engaged like within a year after we got divorced. I know. Oh, damn. He really wanted that. He wanted that life. It hurt. It fucking hurt real bad. And I found out from a high school classmate of mine and and they were like, yeah, well, he's engaged. I'm like, no, he's not. They're like, yeah, he is. I'm like, there's no way his family would let him get engaged like right after we got divorced. That's that's insane. Somebody would have an intervention. (laughs) Someone would be like, you cannot get married twice in five years. That's not normal. (laughs) Um, But he did. And uh, I think he's really happy. But yeah, so that was really traumatic for me until I saw them together. For some reason, I was like, oh no, you two go together. Like you Uh, two look like you go together. We look like we just like, yeah, they look like they have really passionate hot sex or whatever, you know, in college, but they look like they're actually going to have a family and, and 
be adults together. So you're not, you're not in touch with them anymore. You just, we talk, we talk maybe like once a year, we had some like student loans and things in each other's names. (laughs) Um, and I think my car was when I bought my car, it was like in both of our names. So we, I was like paying it off. And so we, we would talk, but you're still in each other's credit reports. Yeah, there we go. Um, (laughs) the hardest. Yeah. So, and then he had a baby and I'm like, I'm cool with this. I'm cool with this, but it is weird seeing somebody like a life that I could have had. Yeah. I guess. That's oh. not, it's your ghost life. I know. Do it's you my, want a family? I don't. I, you know, I thought that I might've, but I, I don't think so. I have a niece and nephew and I feel like they, they also, my niece is a mini me. So it's like, why did even bother? <laughs> like I can already see what I, what my baby would look like. Now I can just buy her cool clothes. I have that too. Yeah. yeah. She looks just like me. Um, very convenient. That is convenient. I don't have a niece, but I, I don't even think about, I don't think I want kids either. And I don't think about it all the time, but I pitched an article and they were like, yeah, t- we'll take it. And then, so now I've had to think about oh, okay. this because it's like about, it bothers me when my boyfriend says he doesn't want kids, but yeah, but I also don't. Right. Do you have like any, but it's, but I'm discovering maybe it's my like unsettled feeling. Maybe I don't totally know yet mm-hmm. and that's why it bothers me I, ha- I haven't I think that makes sense because like I thought that I was like pretty whatever about it like I was like Ugh, maybe I'll do it because Max really wants kids and like whatever maybe I'll do the one but then um like once cancer happened and it was like oh that's I'm like sure not that easy also- I was like oh son of a bitch I was like well now I have to have one it's like <laughs> oh, what you were yeah, saying yeah. about being contrarian it's like somebody almost you know, like nature Daring being you? like, yeah, yeah. Like you can't have a baby. I'm like, well, I'm having well, I'm one. And I'm like, it. wait a minute. I didn't want that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's a weird contrarian feeling. And you almost don't know how you feel about it until someone says like, you can't. Until someone knocks you up. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's what you need. You just need to get knocked just up. Just need to get knocked up. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'm not saying you. I'm saying you as in a general you. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. you might not know. And by you, I mean me. <laughs> Do you have feelings though where you're like not sure or are you like pretty pretty sure? sure. Yeah. I also like have, I'm pretty open about my depression and stuff. And I had a suicide attempt when I was like 25 and not saying that people that have done that can't have a child, but knowing me, like I can, I can cope. I'm coping with my life. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could cope or be the mother that I'd want to be for my child, just knowing me. Um, And so- yeah. So, so that's just how I feel personally about it is it would, it would just, it would, I would fall into a deeper state of depression, having to care for another human life. And I like think. maybe the pressure of it. Yeah. yeah. But I think it works in the opposite for some people where it's like, oh, well now I have something to take care of. That's mm-hmm. not me. So I can put all my focus and, and all these negative thoughts I have about myself. I'm just going to redirect as positive, um, care for this, this small creature, but, um, <laughs> creature. yeah, creature already not meant to be a mom, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it would it would scare me too much, I think. Um, and sometimes the state of the world really scares me where totally. I just it, it would be difficult for me to to bring a child. I hate that there's no take back seas with it. Yeah. This didn't work out. Can I <laughs> yeah. can I return it? <laughs> My like, parents are mad too. Cuz like it sounds like, you know, a lot like getting a dog where you're like, "Well, I'm not ready for the responsibility, but maybe." And then you get a dog and you're like, "It's the best decision I ever made." But like also 
Some if, people if return dog, their dog. Yeah, if the yeah. dog doesn't work oh, out, yeah. you return the dog because you're like, well, you know what? I can't give it the life and it can't give me the life after all. But like, you can't do that with a baby. Even if they're a serial killer, you just have to keep it. No, That's you're all. supposed to love them even if they're I'm murderer. very ready to be a mom. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a long-term partner? Yeah, yeah, I do. After I got divorced, I was like, never again, which which I think maybe I, I might never get married again. Um, I think everyone should get married once. <laughs> it's great. You're like, give um, it a whirl, you guys. Yeah, get, do it. Why? Why not? Life's short. No get no. a Vita- Vitamix or whatever, you know? <laughs> Those things are like $500. I love my plates. That was like the one thing I wanted. I'm like, I'm keeping my plates from Williams Sonoma. Um, and, and I, I want to be the guy that's like, no. I also want I the, want the Williams Sonoma plates. Sonoma. Um, the gravy boat is where I draw the line. Yeah. Fernandez. Yeah. So I still have my plates, but I, I mean, Come on. It's a party for it's a party. Like I Are you saying just do the wedding for the wedding, the big party? Did yeah. you have an expensive okay. one? You had a big expensive one. It wasn't too big, but it I mean it was mildly expensive. We paid for a lot of it. My family paid for a little bit. His family paid for a little bit. Um but it was yeah, it was outdoor in La Jolla. It was very that was the first thing when we were getting a divorce. I was like, my pictures. <laughs> I'm like, no, but they're so great. I'm gonna have to take them down. Um, <laughs> I actually, some of my engagement. is really nice. It's so beautiful. I'm sure your photos were great. They were so pretty. I think they were in like a California wedding magazine or something. <gasps> what? Um, I want to see those pictures. Oh, I'll send them to you. Please do. I, um, like two years ago, I photoshopped like an anime character on my hus- ex-husband's head so that I could share them. And it was something like, you know, throwback oh Thursday. Yeah, photos? I remember. They were like my engagement photos. It was like when you look good, but it's with an X. So you just like Photoshop a cartoon. <laughs> that so makes me laugh so hard. I looked good. I was like, I want people to remember these. Um, yeah, that was my first thought. I initiated our divorce, though. I was like, this is, we're not happy. And it it really took him by surprise. But I think eventually he also came around. But weirdly, when he came around, that's when I was like, no, 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 you're you're also okay with this? Like you're supposed to fight me about Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like what you were saying with your boyfriend about wanting to, how he doesn't want kids. And you're like, well, I kind of don't want kids, but I don't like the fact that you don't like, you know, I want you to fight. Like I want you to procreate, to make a baby, put a baby in me. Put a baby in me. You should want to put a baby (laughs) in me. Um, So that, yeah, that's how, that's how I felt about our divorce when he was like, oh, okay. I was like, no, not yet. But how yeah. long or did like it- when you saw him, same feeling when you saw him move on with that other oh, that girl was, where you were yeah. like, no, it's the right thing. But also, how are you over me? Yeah, <laughs> rude. truly. How are you? I, I'm sorry. We were together for five years and you're over me in six months. That's we weren't meant to be together. Truly, then mm-hmm. we weren't meant to be married if you could get over me that quickly. But get you guys getting divorced allowed you to move to L.A., mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And like start pursuing the track that you're like right all your dreams i know they're crushing right now they're not quite there yet thank you you are achieving and at least half achieved of things that like i'm at the start of my trajectory not the steps of like outside achievement but the steps of inside achievement like you're doing the thing you're meant to do and that you love yes that's true yeah and that's that's kind of what keeps me 
going as far as seeing his life and seeing like him happy and stuff with his family. And even my, my brother, cause my brother is married, has a beautiful house and, and two kids. And I'm like, cool, cool. I, you know, live in this apartment with my dog and, um, eat gummy bears for dinner, but we're the same person. Yeah, there we go. Um, and <laughs> only my dog loves me. Yeah. I, I, uh, see his life and that's the life I could have had, but then I really like mine and not saying that people can't have both, but apparently I can't (laughs) right now, right now, maybe. So how long do you, cause I'm like terrible at getting over breakups, like maybe the worst. Yeah. And I imagine divorce is like the worst breakup. Yeah. How long did it take you before you like started to feel like Danny again I don't maybe a year mm. maybe a year or two yeah I would say the hardest part is you don't have anyone to tell about your day mm. like when we would drive home I would call him and tell him about my day and other and like having someone that actually cared about you and then you move to LA and everyone is you know I have friends but they're like they're busy it's competitive everyone's hustling and stuff I'm not gonna like call up one of my friends and be like so I had this audition and then you know maybe my mom maybe mm-hmm. she doesn't fully understand everything um out here but that that's like the loneliness that's the part that killed me I feel and even in breakups that I've had since then um it's just the sleeping alone the like driving alone and having no one to talk to the like coming home alone and and not telling anyone necessarily about like what's going on in your life I was literally like, all oh, those sound pretty fine. I'm like, do I want to be married? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's been you in a relationship too day? long. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. She's always there for me. She's like, bitch, this is too much. I got her when I was 18. So she's 11 now and um or at the tail end when I was 18 so she's been through like several moves my divorce her new dad um <laughs> does she have my a new, new dad yeah 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 I mean I'm not with I'm not with him anymore I dated a guy the last like three years but he loved her mm. so much that it felt wrong to tear them apart so he still sees her all the time that's like her dad That's so cute. I think that's how it would be with my boyfriend if we broke up because like he is like he didn't like her at first and then Mm -hmm. like they fell in love. Yeah, same. Yeah. So how have you dated in L.A.? Apps or do you meet people or? Yeah. um, Yeah. I'm the last guy that I dated seriously, which was for three years. I met him when I was working at the Ice House at Ice House Comedy Club. And um, we kind of were just like. Like there was a playoff game or something. We were razzing. He was a um, a Spurs fan. I'm a Cavs fan, and so we were giving each other a hard time. And then he legitimately would like turned away and started watching the game. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, so you're you're not trying to fuck me, huh? Okay, all right. No, I'm actually interested in this guy because I have so many guys that are just. I feel men. I, this might be everywhere, but especially out here, they have to beat you over the head with the fact that they want to sleep with you. And it's just like, we know, uh, like if you're on a, if we're on a date or you're flirting with us, we're pretty aware that you want to fuck us. Like it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. If a guy slides into like, even I'll have writers or something ask me to drinks or like slide in my DMs. I'm like, I'm aware that you find me attractive or else you wouldn't be doing this. Right. And you being a man with a penis, I understand that you want to sleep with me, but I feel they always have to lead with that. They can never just let a conversation happen. I feel a lot of times it gets ruined, at least for me dating out here, because a guy within uh, a single conversation has to slide in something about sex. And I'm just like, well, that 
mm. is a turnoff for me that you immediately are coming out that you want to fuck me. Like, hold it together. How do you feel about co- like dating in the industry? I love it. <laughs> no one. Wa- I love it and I hate it. I love it because those are the type of people I respect. Are people that are like also hustling out here. They understand it, and it's also just exciting. Their lives are exciting. Yeah. And even if you're dating like a, a struggling actor, but they're like, oh shit, they booked this thing. It's like it's just an exciting time in our industry. And I think I don't know if I'd be able to date someone that had a regular job. And I feel like I joke about being single a lot on Twitter. And I get a lot of people that ask me out where I constantly have to say like, these are jokes, you know, please don't ask me out. But then I want to be like in quote, like, you know, in a little parentheses, but unless you're in my industry and like, we kind of know each other, then yeah, feel free. <laughs> you know, Unless you're cool about it and yeah. don't lead with your dick, in which case, please. Yeah. But I have it. like an example of that is this really attractive guy who speaks out a ton and like we started following each other super progressive. I'm like, Oh, well, this is my new husband. You know, I'm like, you're hot. You're, you're woke. You talk about the same things I do. And, um, within two conversations, he talked about how essentially he had jerked off to like a photo of me. And I'm like, that's what I mean. See? And I think it's like, dude, if you slid into my DMS, I probably, and we're like planning on going a date. I imagine you probably jerked off to me. You don't need to tell me that. Or wait (laughs) until we've been together for a while. And then you're like, funny secret. Yeah, exactly. Funny secret. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean. Like to give a real example of something that happened to me last week. That makes sense. Put it in a Hallmark card on our one year anniversary. (laughs) Yes. But that, that is, um, it sucks. Cause I'm like, you just ruined it. Now I feel like I, I just don't, it's a turnoff for me. Um, that's like objectifies you or. Yeah. It also is, um, presumptuous. Mm-hmm. That I feel like I'm gonna fuck you on the first date, or I'm gonna fuck, and I'm like, I might have fucked you, but now the fact that you're leading with it, and now I'm not going to. Also, it's too, it's gross to be too eager in yes. like a uh, yeah. way. And I think when I say that, uh, sometimes guys hear it and they go, Oh, so if I show interest, oh, you don't like that, oh, you just want me to be an asshole. And that's not what I mean. What I mean is like, what turns me off about someone who's too eager about me is if they don't know me well and they're really eager about me, it's disturbing and gross because I'm like, you cannot be at an 11 about someone you've known for two minutes. It is like disturbing. So when you come on really strong sexually and you just literally known me or haven't even met me like in your case like it's over twitter or whatever so you're like you don't even you've never even seen my face you haven't even met this guy Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so it's just like that's what i mean by too eager it's like Mm -hmm. gross you don't know me yeah i would think guys would be on their fucking best behavior i am these days (laughs) 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 do you i is this shit recent just because this just happened. Yeah, I don't this just happened like last week. Change takes time, you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think some guys are more reluctant, maybe, to ask me out, um, or like men, I guess, in positions of power or something like that, might be more re- reluctant to ask me out. But I still get comics and writers hitting me up all the time, just asking for drinks, which is totally fine. I think I think you can because people are like, well, we can't can't ask out women now. I'm like, no, you can. Just if I say no, you respect can't, it. Yeah, exactly. You can't keep pushing it. 
And I think it's the no part. I think that's what bothers them because I'm totally fine if someone's like, Hey, do you want to grab drinks sometime? And if not, no worries. And if I say no, you got to hold up the no worries part. Yeah. <laughs> that's for real. He's like, Just kidding. It's all worries. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have two chronic illnesses. Uh-huh. Does that, Courtney, you brought that up. <laughs> I know. In a way that was like, so you have two movies coming out. <laughs> you have two of the hottest autoimmune diseases right now. So do you want to tell How us? do you say it? I don't know. What kind of illnesses are you, are you wearing? Suffering right now. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. You seem pretty What chill. are your current <laughs> symptoms? <laughs> I've heard you talk about it before. I'm no, we all right. have chronic illnesses here, by the way. <laughs> it's so true. We're fine. Yeah. It's true. It's good company. I'm g- only Raz in court because she's so sweet. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm very open. You're right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're totally fine. It's but not, seriously, tell us you're about not the telling new me, <laughs> You're not telling me. What's the hottest goss about your Hashimoto's? <laughs> <laughs> you're not telling me that you jerked off to a picture of me. Although I'd be honored, okay, Courtney, if it was part you. Part two of my question. Yeah. <laughs> Pump the bricks. Yes. Uh, I do have two chronic illnesses. Did, is it, did you know... When you were married, are these newer? Oh, no, no, no. I did. I was not diagnosed when I was married. And I do think that they were affecting me at that time. Um, so, and even my, my sister-in-law is a nurse and she remembers when I got married, I was just talking about how fatigued I was like abnormally fatigued. Uh The way that I like to equate it to people is like, if you woke up and first thing in the morning, you drank NyQuil and then try to go about your day. It's like a haze. You're just, it doesn't feel right, even if you've slept or have caffeine. So that was the first one. Uh And then two, my throat was really swollen. I saw like even in my wedding and honeymoon photos, my throat was really swollen. And that ended up being my thyroid. My thyroid um, swells from my Hashimoto's. So yeah, I wasn't, I wouldn't end up being diagnosed for another, I think, year or two. It's still something that I deal with heavily, but in a much better way than back when I was first diagnosed, I was a mess. <laughs> like I think even publicly a mess, just like every thought that came into my mind, I would tweet and talk about it. And, uh, cause I didn't know what was going on. It was like a medical mystery that you were like solving for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Because it takes on. And then, so the other thing that I was diagnosed with like a year and a half ago is Lyme. Um, and I've done treatment. Oh, my brother has Lyme. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. brutal. I just I had, read that book sick. Oh yeah. It's about, um, mm-hmm that girl and her Lyme experience that it's horrible and it's yeah our healthcare is crap and even I I went to UCLA and USC and I just didn't get the care I felt like I I needed and not saying not trying to make a blanket statement for all doctors it was funny because my boyfriend that I had out here for for three years um his dad is a doctor was a doctor he passed away but like it bothered him when I would speak badly of doctors until he started going to my appointments with me. And then he was like, this is shit. No, did you not just listen to what she said? Mm. Because I feel like, especially with women, a lot of our stuff is equated to anxiety or your period or depression or whatever. I'm like, no, my hair is falling out. They're like, yeah, but you work a lot. I'm like, no, 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 no. At the time I was like, I'm 25. Like this isn't normal. Um, and just, just a lot of things like that. A lot of changes that were, were happening so quickly in my body. And, but now you like feel like it's more manageable. It's and more it manageable. Yeah. Yeah. I still struggle with it, but it's much more manageable. And I have really good doctors now that I like. 
uh, that I had to find like kind of outside of the hospital system necessarily that had their own private practices. What's, and I, what's the first one? Chronic fatigue? I have a Hashimoto's. Oh. It's like a thyroid mm-hmm. condition. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and another thing, cause I just tweeted about it like last, I normally don't talk about my illnesses as much anymore. Unfortunately. So sorry. It's just. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Newest not, flick. <laughs> that's not what I mean. <laughs> I meant because I didn't want Los any- Angeles hottest diseases Hashimoto's. Well, you will. It has everything: swollen neck, low night sweats, low energy, night heart sweat. palpitations, night high fatigue, heart palpitations. We all probably have thyroid issues. Um, no, like you were saying, I work a lot, and I didn't want it to affect employers um, mm. hiring me because I did have a couple of people ask about it, and I was like, oh, whoa, how'd you know? that I was hosting at Comic-Con like two years. I do a lot of stuff there. And like two years ago, this company that I was hosting for was like, when they were sending my contract, they were like, okay, but are you going to like have enough energy to host for us? And I was like, oh shit. I didn't realize that me talking about my health 24 seven <laughs> makes changes. Oh yeah. But anyone that knows me, like how you know me is I just, I work a shit. I work twice as hard. I feel like because of that. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, so I grew up, you grew up super Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Same. Just, did you go to school, Catholic school? I did. I would have if we had one nearby. Oh, okay. Where did you grow up? Minnesota. Oh. But like kind of like a rural area. So it wasn't like there wasn't a nearby school, but we were like church every Sunday, like every weird holiday that my parents could be like, this is sort of associated. <laughs> like if there's church, we're going to go. Um, do you think that, and like, it didn't totally, like I was even vocally, maybe like a non-believer all along. Like, Oh really? Like uh, even early. What do you mean vocally? Like you would just shout out? It was just like, yeah. Like when I was like four, I'd be like, this doesn't seem like it adds up, (laughs) you know? And I'm not saying everyone has their own beliefs and whatever, but why I bring it up is, because of the church, I think, and because of my parents' specific take on it, it did affect, like, how I felt about losing my virginity and, like, uh-huh. what it meant le- to be with, like, should I just make it work with my first boyfriend? Because oh, yeah, we yeah, had yeah. sex and right. whatever. Did you have any of that? I mean, I lost my virginity when I was, like, 13. So, no, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I also lived in Orange County at the time, and, like, everybody was losing their virginity. <laughs> <laughs> Orange County fucks. Yeah. That's what's up. I know. Well, and also like I had tits and like I had curves and stuff and I'm Latina. Yeah, Danny's body like, is insane. I know you, you can't hear it on the podcast, <laughs> but for one, trust me, I oh, wouldn't thanks. be wrong in two. You can go on her Instagram Thank and you. do what I do. I'm a lady. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still so, so, okay. So growing up in Orange County and the, the, the parts that I was, and then even when I was in Texas, but like tiny, tiny blonde girls, um, which I, I wasn't, and I was heavy. I was definitely thicker. I had curves. And I remember my mom telling me like, none of, you're not going to be able to be skinny. None of the women in our, our family are skinny. And I was like, I'll show you. This is a, there's a theme here. I yeah. wish my theme. mom would have said that. <laughs> That's her thing. My mom was like, mm, 
pinching my love handle. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh my God. My, yeah. My family. No, but my family would comment on my weight. And um, I mean, those things, <laughs> those things that you do in Latino families, like gordita, you know, like, mm-hmm. but it's like you grow up and you're like, that's my brothers would make fun of my thighs. They would actually do this bit. It was like an Adam Sandler <laughs> bit where they would see my thighs and be like, goo. And I'm like, cool. Thanks. I'm also like 12. Oh you know? my God. And those so, little assholes. I know. And were they so, older or younger? I had an older brother and a younger brother. I was sandwiched in the middle. Teamed up. I know. But I grew up to not like my body. And I thought and you said grew up not to like Adam Sandler, but <laughs> him too. Uh, thank God. Oh. Yeah. Um <laughs> I grew up to not like my body. And so I've done so much therapy. But even now, that's why I've been posting though. I turned 30 and I was like, I see all these people on my feed that are in their 20s. Like, I'm not where I want to be in my life, even though I'm like written for Fallon and Kimmel and, and Conan, but I'm not where I want to be. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, can you just shut the fuck up? Also, look at how hot I am. <laughs> I just started posting those because it's like, whatever. The best I'm, way to deal with career anxiety, I think, just posting sexy pics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also part of me was like, because I feel in comedy, you can't, you're not allowed to be a lot of... The women, in fact, my co-host Ify and I would talk about this, how women, like sexy women, which is all women in comedy are super fucking hot. Mm. Like I have a crush on so many people, but they'll, when they look sexy, they'll have to do something goofy to kind of like offset Mm -hmm. it. Like they're not allowed to just be sexy in photos, I feel like. Um, And I had a photo like that where I was done up like a pinup girl, but I- is it was the nose picking my one? nose? I love that. I was photo. picking my nose. And it was because the idea at the time of me just being sexy, I feel like so many male comics shit on that. And it, because it threatens them, mm-hmm. you know, because they're not. <laughs> so they like don't, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. <laughs> you are very attractive. Um, Dave, don't worry. You're a chick. But also my, but no, my, my co-host Iffy is, is super hot and ripped and like, um, but we talked about this, how people would say this about um, female gamers and streamers and like, uh. oh, they're titty streamers, whatever. And so they get a bunch of guys. And he was like, listen, those guys wouldn't have watched you to begin with. So it wasn't an audience that you lost because they weren't interested in you from the get go. But um, no, that is a, like that. that's that is smart. A, no one ever says yeah. that as like a retort. That's great. It is fucked up how. I just conjured up the memory of my ex saying to me, you only got that job. I got a job as a writer's assistant on a show. And it was like my first, you know, I'd been writing for a couple years and like, it was like my first like thing. And it was so, so excited. And to like, take me down a couple pegs. Oh, he was yeah. like, you only got that job because of your tits, which is not even <laughs> And true. she told me and I was like, oh, you got to get out of yeah. this. Yeah. Because he was like so threatened by her being like yes. funny and Say, also yeah. a hot girl. Yeah. It was like, oh no, this must be because you're a hot girl and not because you're funny. Yeah. Which is so insulting. They have to justify it to themselves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, what's his number and his name? Because I can hex him if you want. <laughs> I mean, what, what, um, what time of day was he born? Um, <laughs> what is his sign? Yeah. Scorpio rising? Yeah, I thought so. No, his mother's made a name signs. I also want to talk about because I you're so open and I love how open you are. And this is how she tricks all the guests into having <laughs> butt sex with her. So just be careful. Okay, okay, I'm, this gonna, I'm ready. This is the butt sex episode. <laughs> okay, I'm um, ready. No, uh, it was just interesting to learn that there was like kind of some secretive stuff in your family. And oh, like uh-huh. that 
it just that ma- like d- did that make wait you- how many of my podcasts did you listen girl to? i, I listened to all of them oh wow <laughs> picture she courtney did so as much homework emoji with the monocle <laughs> 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 i'm like what i because uh, wow i like wrote i'm i have this book that's i wrote in a book that's coming out with like a Ooh. couple of other uh writers that submitted essays f- for this book that's coming out in the fall but in it i talked about the secrets of my family i'm like how did you get a copy of this um, you got to come back. And I don't promote your book. I know. <laughs> um, I don't know what secrets you're talking about. Oh, no, my, just like your parents were together for a long time, but there was like your dad was like was cheating, cheating on, on my your mom, mom mm-hmm. and and even just about like family history. You were like I had to like, you know, excavate my some of the stuff about your grandma and oh, stuff yeah. and like yeah. it's just yeah, that kind of family dynamic is interesting well, to me. Well, it's you know, Yes. And I also feel it probably has an air of the Catholicism with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like Catholics are very secretive Definitely. and which I just don't understand. Now I love being an adult because I could just be open about, I watch porn. I'm an adult and I'm allowed to, and women watch porn, which is another thing I feel I have to constantly teach my followers every week. Whenever I talk about it, they'll be like, what, why were you? Cause I'll make a joke about Pornhub or you porn. Like, why were you on it though? <laughs> like I was jerking off. That's what you do when you're on it. You know? What? Women can be doctors too? Somebody sent me, uh, some publicist sent me, they were like, so do you want to write about this porn, whatever? It it was like sex toys. And then there was a link though to their like lady porn. Uh And I just started- Lady porn. No, it was actually hot. I just started watching it and jerking off. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if this is what they wanted me to do (laughs) with this email, but that is what I did. But you're like, good job, company. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I I joke that like whatever, I'm sure someone has seen my porn history, but I feel like whatever intern like through the government, the US government or whatever has to look at it is like, this is kind of sad. Sometimes it's hot and naughty and other times it'll just be romantic couple. (laughs) Oh, really? Yes. Oh my God. Romantic couple makes me so sad. What's your your, go-to search? I have a bookmark. I have a bookmarked video of like this. It's the only one I found where the guy just eats her out for like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You got to bookmark that one. It's so rare. You don't find that (laughs) that often. I find that every day. Yeah. The romantic ones is because it's not just like straight fucking. They're like, it's hot, passionate, like making now. And then they're like slowly, going down on each other music just or? like slow I've down I've already come like <laughs> I don't like the ones with music I hate the ones with the music, music bugs me yeah it's it's never relevant it never fits it's like techno or something some weird synthesizer I don't jam. like any synthesizer jazz or, yeah Sorry. do you have headphones you said some synthesizer jazz at the same time as Courtney said no talking. And I was just like picturing the most like all jazz like fuck session. It's like everyone's silent and they're. I don't like the. Be- okay. So I don't like the beginning, the backstory. It's not necessary. Yeah, no. Agreed. But, but here's the thing. I dated a guy this year and he was totally into it. And when I tweeted about it, other guys were like, yeah, I love it. Like they, it helps them get into it, I guess. Well, but I like the setup to be like very minimal. That's yeah. Sh- some of them are a little like the bit. The outfits not. I feel like should communicate most of the story. Then you yeah. say like two things. Honestly, I need no story from the porn. Truly, I yeah. just Truly. need the fucking. Like on it well, and I think it banging. depends on how good looking they are. No, like to me, doesn't. I can't watch ugly people fuck, and then I need a story. And most people in porn are not. 
I just hate when I'm about to come and they like do something where they like stop doing whatever they're doing and they yeah. switch positions. You're like, no, no, no. no. You have to like push, go back, go back or forward real fast. So you're like, I got to yep. finish this. Wait, Sorry, bring it back to that screenshot. Yeah. So we're, the beginning of the episode is about butt sex because Dave just got an exam, right? Yeah. Prostate oh, exam. Yeah, a prostate exam. Where, where do, how do you feel about the B stuff, Danny? Oh, I thought this was your time to shine. No, no, no. I already shine. <laughs> no, we already shine. He's already talked about it. Okay, <laughs> we use Dave as as the bait. Yeah, let's, we're done with my butt. Okay, but how do I feel about it? I it, great. I don't do it as often. I feel like it's like special occasions, like yeah. Christmas, your birthday, I don't know, a trip <laughs> to Cancun. Um, I could probably do it more. Flag I mean, day, yeah, Arbor Day. It's not, but it's not for you. It's for them. It's not for you. Um, no, it can be. I just. I don't know. Yeah. I, I enjoy It's not a it. main event. It's not. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be National Cheeseburger Day or <laughs> she's not down. <laughs> totally down to do it more. Um, yeah. Courtney made fun of me for never eating ass. Is, is that weird for you? No. I, I think that's like a newer. That's what I, I think was saying. I was like, it's on. 2018, Courtney. That's why you think it's necessary. Eating ass is a Because the millennials are eating millennial. all the ass. Yeah. yeah. I think they have to spice things up. You're a millennial you know? though, right? I so am. You're, you're, yeah. you, should, you should be up in that ass. Yeah, people are eating asses. <laughs> I mean, I still prefer groceries. Call me old fashioned, yeah. <laughs> but I do I prefer groceries over ass. Over eat them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, this has been delightful. Where? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you mean to end it on a butt note? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Oh, you wanted it to come all the way around. Yeah. yeah. Full like circle. A pro. Look at her. She's a pro. Like, like a, a full moon. P.S. I saw somebody post about. Uh, or tweet about Ky- a pic. It was a picture of Kylie Jenner, <laughs> and they were like, "Serious question: Does she have a front butt?" Or like, <laughs> it was like a she does butt. look like her butt is on the front on this cut new cover she's on. Anyway, I'll I'll that's, retweet it, that's <laughs> Courtney. Kardashians. That's like for for just for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing to see a Kardashian butt on the front. It must be Photoshop. <laughs> that's what. It, yeah, that's the next wave of Kardashians. They're gonna have butts everywhere. <laughs> Multiple oh, butts. Man, that's how they win so, everything. Yeah. If if you like what you heard about Danny today, you can listen to Danny on her podcast. <laughs> yes, you can. We talk about porn sometimes. It's it's hard not to with Iffy and I, even though ours is a a nerd tech uh, podcast. But we basically go over like things in fan, like we covered like Power Rangers and nineties Nicktoons and like that the history of VR. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's really nostalgic. And it's kind of just like a, a history class lesson on nerd nerdy things. Yeah. I love that. And you're all over uh other hosting channels. Everyone should just follow you on Twitter. Oh please do so you can see my ramblings. Please I agree. Do. Twitter. You're at. She's a killer joke writer. Thank Tales you. It. At Danny Fernandez, you guys. Yeah, it's at Ms. Danny Fernandez because the I'm other sorry. dude, member. Oh yeah, yeah. member. Fuck. I messed that it up. Still isn't taking the offer. No. If you're listening, take the offer. No one likes your boy band. <laughs> Hashtag. Take the five hundred dollars. Hope you guys enjoyed the latest episode of Reality Bites. If you liked what you heard, head on over to iTunes and leave us those five stars. And leave us a sexy review. Sexiest review gets a shout out on the pod. And if you guys have any questions for us to answer on the podcast about love or dating, just hit us up at realitybitespod at gmail.com. That's Bites with a Y. And make sure you follow us on all those socials. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
That's Reality Bites Pod, Bites with a Y. See you next Wednesday.